Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of The Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. Daryl Scott is your director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office, and he and his team have been working really nonstop throughout the last, what are we now, 15 months or so? Sadly, there are still a few thousand people who are having a hard time getting their unemployment insurance benefits, and and everything's changing back now. I mean, um, in fact, uh, he was the one who uh, broke the news here on WDEL that as of this month, they're changing the application process for unemployment benefits back to the way it was before. Daryl's on the phone right now. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Rick. How are you? I, I'm well, and I don't know. I, it's like when you and I talk, I feel like things are winding down, but I know that uh, at your office... They're really not, are they? No. <laughs> um, I keep thinking that, um, you know, I look forward to the day when things have returned to normal, which means we've got a strong economy and people working and four to 500 people, <clears throat> excuse me, a week filing for unemployment. We still have more than 4,000 people a week filing for unemployment. But there, there's, again, as you and I've talked, there's a number of things that go into that number. We we are seeing fraud continue to be perpetrated against the program or attempted to. Um, and then uh, and then you've got people whose claim year is ending that requires them to refile. So, um, so again, we're a far cry from normal, but um, continuing to add staff to try and manage through the backlogs that we're, uh, we're managing and deal with some of these new issues. Yeah, and people should uh, keep in mind, uh, you know, 4,000 a week applications – this is an office that used to handle 500, you know. Now yep. it's nearly uh, 10 times that. Plus, as I understand, there's nearly 10,000 people who are still having problems getting benefits uh, that are due to them, like not just from a month or two ago, but even perhaps from last year. Well, there's very few from last year. I know of last uh, last week there were less than 90 that were uh, um, that were outstanding from 2020 and you know, we're just coming back in the office from from being out yesterday, so I don't have this week's number in front of me. But, Rick, we continue to focus on those oldest claims. And if people are out there saying, hey, I had a claim that's outstanding from 2020, uh, they need to reach out to you, email you, rick at wdel.com, and that gets to me, and I get it to the team that's reviewing those. Um, because we are trying you know, to get last year, 2020, uh, sort of in our rear view mirror and uh, and focus on claims from 2021. Well, you have expanded the office greatly. Before we get to details on that, I want to get to Nita, because this is why Daryl's on at 302-529-1017, 302-529-1017. If you or somebody you know is having a problem getting unemployment insurance benefits, uh, he's here every day, and I just give him an email and, you know, try to be an extra funnel when the funnel you're using gets jammed up. Hey, Nita, say hi to Daryl. Hi. Um, again, I'm, thank you so much for taking my phone call. I was calling. I'm not sure if you guys uh, spoke about this beforehand, but um, I unfortunately um, fall, you know, victim to the circumstances of COVID-19 and needing the PUA. But it looks like um, I've been victimized again with the fraud. Um, okay. I tried... I tried contacting, um, you know, the fall department in regards to the procedures of, you know, what are the next steps after we figure out that someone has filed a claim in my name that obviously is not me. Um, I tried to speak to a representative and they weren't really too clear on the necessary steps that I would need to take and also the steps that they would be taking going forward. 
Sure. So, Nita, let me ask you, were you actively collecting or did you get a notice that somebody reopened a claim in your name or, or opened an, a, a claim, you know, indicating that, you know, somebody was attempting fraud? Um, I actually um, have been actively collecting since um, 2020. So I, I am, you know, part of the PUA. Um, but I had a, you know, one of your colleagues contact me because they seen that someone reopened another case. Um, actually, in my maiden name. Huh. Okay. Mm. So there's a couple things. One, we are, and Rick, this is one of the areas, Anita, where we're expanding our staff tremendously. Um, you know, we had zero people specifically focused on identity theft, and, and I'll qualify that. We had a small group of 10 people that was focused on overpayments and and more compliance with reporting of wages. But we've, we've got a team of about 15. We're adding 15 more. We're reallocating resources to deal with this fraud. So, Nita, one of the things they're probably asking you to do if they haven't, one, uh, I think there's an affidavit that we ask people to send to say, you know, to authenticate that, you know, what they're saying is true. We ask them to file a police report. Um, and then the team will work to sort of untangle sort of the any of the changes that someone attempted, you know, to do that may have affected your, your current claim. Now, are you still, and let me, let me clarify one thing. Are you still collecting under, you know, your current name, not your maiden name? Um, I'm still collecting under my married name. So the okay. The issue that I had, because I do understand, I know it's a lot of fraud going on, especially right now. Um, but I just want to make sure that um, because it, I guess with your uh, team pretty much investigating this, they blocked both, I guess, Simons out of the PUA system. So I'm okay. unable to even go ahead and file through for the previous weeks. So you guys okay. know, you, you understand what I'm saying? So I just want to make I sure. Uh, you know, we're I, I'm kind of doing what I'm supposed to be doing on my end um, right. to make sure that I still am getting paid, you know, based off of even during the investigation. Um, even right. if it's back okay. in, I just want to make sure I'm keeping that record. Yep. So one is if you haven't filed a police report with the police department, you know, for the area in which you live. Right. So if you're mm -hmm. in the city of Wilmington, be city of Wilmington. If you're out in the county, it would be the, the county police. Uh, and if you're in an unincorporated area, it may be the state police. Right. So I, I can't be again. You, you should know the, the police department. When you get a copy of the police report, you know, we have um, it's either UI. Uh, well, let me do this. I know BPC underscore fraud underscore unit at Delaware.gov. Uh, and Rick, we'll get some, we've got information on our website, but Nita, what I would ask is shoot an email at rick at WDEL.com. Uh, just make reference to this conversation and I'll have somebody take a look at your claim uh, again. And, and if they're waiting on the police report or other documentation, I'll have them reach out to you so that we can, one, get you back into your account and and able to file certifications. But um, as you indicated, this is a an issue that we're finding that people are just working harder to try and take money from the program than sort of collect it legitimately. I mean, it's the, the, it, this is a serious issue that we're facing. Does, uh, does she, does, hang on, uh, does Nita need uh, any further communication uh, with you from you, or do you feel like it's being handled there, Daryl? 
So if she'll email me, I just want to make sure we can see whether and, – and, Nita, if you haven't filed a police report, I know they're going to want that, right, that would that sort of you know, documents that, uh, that identity or attempted identity theft. And then if there's any other information that's needed, somebody will let you know what that is. And, and again, we want to get you back into the account, and if you're still unemployed and affected by, you know um, – joblessness that you're able to certify and we're able to continue to pay you benefits so okay so email me rick at wdel.com and nita in the subject line i want you to put in uh, in capital letters uh rita help access account and or nita nita help access account and daryl will know who that is then okay yep. oh perfect yeah, don't put Rita. I, <laughs> duh. I appreciate it so much. I, I truly thank you so much for the insight. And again, you know, I know you guys are working hard. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Take care. Thank, thank you. you. Okay, far too kind. Let's get to uh, Jackie. Say hi to Daryl. Good afternoon, Daryl. Hello, Rick. Hey, Jackie. I have a question. This is more or less on the senior line. I have some friends that um, are still that were working. And now, since they've been on unemployment, as far as trying to apply for a job, what if they get told um, you're too old or we're not hiring elderly sort of kind of? Whoa, they actually said that out loud? No, they didn't say it out loud. Uh. You know, they might get that reaction. You know, I'm 70 or 80 years old mm-hmm. and I'm on this unemployment. And next week, I guess this is supposed to kick in. Yeah. So, so one, if, if I, I think most employers know they can't discriminate based on you know age, sex, okay. you know race, you know creed, um, sexual orientation, and the like. But again, what what they need to be doing is looking for and applying for work that they're able to perform. Right. And I. I know from having a young son who applied at Walmart, and believe me, the fit, the physical they put him through, I couldn't pass. Right. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's physically moving, you know, heavy boxes from point A to point B and timed and the like. So, again, I was just like, okay, that's not what I'm going to do for eight hours a day, right? Not in, mm-hmm. not in the shape that I'm in. So, so <laughs> they need to be looking for work that they're qualified and able to perform the work. And the work search is intended for them to begin, you know, doing those activities. So, register at, at joblink.delaware.gov. You know, upload a resume or create a resume, and then look for work on a on a weekly basis. Now, if an employer were not to hire them, then the Office of Anti Discrimination may be an avenue for someone to pursue you know, a claim. But again, I think it's important for them to look for work that, again, is in line with their, you know, their capabilities. So. Okay. All right. Okay. There All right. are some that are concerned. And, All right. I'll pass it on. Yeah. And if, if anybody does for that, by the way, 80 and wanting to work. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they said there are some seniors, you know, they'd rather hire the seniors than this young generation because they know <laughs> that the seniors will come to go to work. That's that's exactly right. They're going to show up. They're going to do a good job and yes, and be conscientious yes. about their work. So, but you can always file a complaint if indeed it, it's uh, it's brazen. Other other than that, if you're just guessing, you don't know for certain. Yeah. There's no way to know yeah. without a whistleblower. Just, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Thanks, Jackie. All right, thank I, you, gentlemen. I, Enjoy your day. Thanks, Jackie. You too. Take care. I said three zero two five to nine one one seven five to nine one zero one seven. So uh, about the office. 
Um, how soon do you think people can physically come into the office and talk with someone about their case? So we're we're actually um, working on – so, Rick, I can't give you a specific date. We're working on establishing that. We also in UI are looking at, you know, might we be able to, if necessary, schedule appointments for people to come in, you know, before the Department of Labor offices are open in their entirety. So we're, we're working through those details right now. Uh, again – you know, we we can get people on the phone. Um, again, I see the uh, the phone reports every week, right? So we're answering you know more than five thousand calls a week, responding to more than a thousand chats a week, um, and so if we if we need to talk someone through that, we can. You know, if we needed to Zoom or Skype or you know um, WebEx with them, we have the ability to do that as well to try and help them you know navigate through this. Uh, but then this again, process. but then again, you have people, and I don't just mean you know people who are older. 65, but you've got people who are in their 50s and such say, you know what, I'm not messing with the internet, I have a flip phone, (laughs) and and i got to talk to somebody. Yep. Yeah, and the thing is, and we're we're, between the call center and our staff in Delaware, we have an ability, if if the call center can't respond to or answer the question, we can escalate it to staff here in Delaware to try and deal with the more complex issues. So, and Rick, as you know, I mean, I get emails every day, my staff reaches out either via email and or phone call to try and help people navigate the system and we we are successful now to your point we do want to get the buildings open again and and there are some people that are struggling to do this over the phone right so but uh, as soon as I'm ready and able to to announce a specific time uh, you'll be the first to hear what uh, and it doesn't have to be a Tuesday so I keep reminding you that you know anything <laughs> happens please uh, you know let us know absolutely and uh and then after we talk, you probably get a call from the news department as well. I want to get to Susan, uh, 302-529-1017 with Daryl Scott, Director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office. Uh, Susan, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Susan. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just a little confused. Okay. And PUA. I've been on yes. PUA since last year. Okay. Do I still have to submit? I know that I'm going back to my job once the governor governor opens that part of my job up to where I can go back. Do I still have to file under the other place and still um, do a resume and all? So the only so there is an exception if people have a recall date within ten weeks of their you know, they're when they file for UI and we know most people are beyond that date today. So in in general, yes, Susan, we're asking people to, you know, to to create an account on Delaware Job Link or joblink.delaware.gov um and to begin looking for work. If you have a do you have a current recall date or is it pending the governor lifting all restrictions? It's pending the governor lifting all restrictions. Okay. So Again, and and what I what I may ask you to do one is email Rick at wdel dot com and let me know a little bit more about the work you're doing because uh, you know again as we listen to the governor each week, um, essentially restaurants are able to return to full capacity. I'm not sure what restriction currently exists today that that may be prohibiting you from or your employer from calling you back to work, other than their business just hasn't picked up yet, right? We understand that some are, you know, calling workers back as their business, you know, um, begins to uh, pick back up to pre-pandemic levels. So, but if you can, okay. but, but, but the short answer to your question is yes, we want people to register at joblink.delaware.gov, 
and create okay. a, create a resume or upload a resume. And if you're not working, begin you know begin looking. So. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Thank you so very much. But I will send him an email and let you know exactly where I work. That'd be great. Thank Thanks, you, Susan. All right. Three zero two five to nine one zero one seven. Although that wraps it up for phone calls for today. What else do you want folks to know, Daryl? So, Rick, the banks were closed yesterday, right? So one of the things we've already gotten, even though we told people when they were when they were filing their weekly certifications on Sunday and Monday that this was going to happen, the banks were closed. So, so certifications that were taken on Sunday and Monday were processed today. So people, you know, we currently use PNC as our bank. So if people have PNC as their bank, they may see payments posted to their account this afternoon, most people will begin to see payments post tomorrow and maybe to debit cards uh, late tomorrow or Thursday. So just trying to give people a heads up that, um, the, again, that's just the bank work was closed and that's going to the, sort of delay the uh, the timing of them receiving their payments. The other thing, just in, in closing real quick, is we are seeing we've had more than 5,200 people in the last two weeks register at joblink.delaware.gov create or upload a resume. So that's great progress. But Rick, we're just now back to pre-pandemic levels. I mean, with, with right around 10,000, you know, resumes uh, and active accounts. So there are still more than 10,000 people that need to activate and register their account. We did take care of something on the system. Many people were visiting the site, having a problem with reactivating their account. We reactivated their account Mm-hmm. You know, sort of in the background, so they can log in if they forgot their password. There's a there's a process for them to re you know sort of. Um, well, that's helpful because there are thousands of people who lose their passwords, forget their la- passwords. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And so that'll help them facilitate the re- you know registering, make sure they have an active resume, and they'll be off and running um, with regard to that requirement. Oh yeah, it's, it seems to me if you have like you know, like with any bank, for example. You've got a number of different questions to see uh, who you are, and then you've got a two-part authorization. You get a text or a security code. Yeah, and with this, you, you know, people who created their account last year, and because it wasn't a requirement, they didn't keep it active every 90 days. So, again, people forget their passwords. So we tried to take care of, you know, sort of facilitating or, you know, again, make it easier for them to reactivate their account, make sure they've got an uploaded resume or they create a resume. Uh, they'll be deemed, you know, active yeah. um, with regard to that requirement, and then they just need to make sure they do their work search, um, their first work search the week of the 6th through the 12th. All right, sir. Thank you so much. Daryl Scott, Director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office, uh, every Tuesday afternoons at 1 o'clock. Of course, uh, you get the replay, 1030, on Wednesday mornings because you always have such good information. And uh, and I will reiterate what caller said earlier. You guys are really – your whole team is really working very, very hard uh, to get all this square. And uh, you've done a great job in rebuilding or – I guess rebuilding the office because it is kind of rebuilding all the new phones and computers and employees and everything. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you very much for saying that, Rick. We we, we appreciate it. And on behalf of the employees, I really appreciate you saying that and yeah. Nita and others saying that. Yeah. No, they're great people. I got copied on some of these emails, too. I realize how, how hard they're working. Thank you so much, Daryl. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your work. Thanks. This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show on 1150 AM and 1017 FM WDEL.